<sighs> I wasn't recording that. You have to talk, though. What? That was gold. I know. Well, I didn't hit record yet. I'm sorry. I wasn't ready for levels. Okay, well, let me know when I'm being recorded, because I don't want any of these nuggets to fucking get lost. Darling? Yes? You're being recorded. I'm Liza Poor. I'm Mike Pulasic. Every week, we randomly pick two movies from our DVD collection, watch them, and discuss. When it's all over, we can only keep one. Two disc center. One disc leaves. This is DVD Death We did it. We did it. Hello, everybody. Um, right off the bat, elephant in the room. Elephant in the room. My allergies are insane today so i currently have tissues stuffed up my nose it's very attractive i'm very hot you are very hot oh thanks sweetie i, I have seen you with Worse. tissues. Up, no that's not what i was gonna say that's not what i was gonna say i have seen you with tissues up your nose uh-huh. so much in our life together it's just that i don't register it anymore. This is and normal, I think right? you're just as beautiful as always. Oh my god, so sweet. Gross. Any who's all <laughs> if I if I sound congested, that is why or like more congested than normal. I think I typically sound congested. That's just my voice. It's part of my charm, y'all. Yep. You sound great. But it's extra today. So extra. editing Liza, I'm so sorry because you're going to be really annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> you want to say sorry to our listener editing Liza, <laughs> our biggest fan. Number one fan. <laughs> yeah. um, hello. Hello. How are you? How are you, dear? Uh, I would say rough day. Rough We've, day. You and I have had a rough day. It, well, I mean, you it know. Was long, it was a long work day, stressful work day for me. Yeah. Lots of, uh, you know, we had lots of, like, child care stuff, COVID stuff. Like, <laughs> not that we don't have COVID. We're we don't have COVID. COVID-free, no COVID shaming, but also we're COVID-free. Yes. Just going to say it. Yes. That Can we, you catch COVID via a podcast? That's actually the plot of The Ring. <laughs> <laughs> which we have not discussed yet. No. Um, and uh, only one more chance for it to come up. Guys, it's our penultimate spooky season episode. Yeah, it is. Penultimate. That's just a cool It's our word. penultimate spooky season episode. It, I mean. The the day we've all been waiting for. <laughs> um, so yeah, r- rough, rough day. Rough um, day. But we're here. But we're here. We're alive. We're feeling good. We're feeling mostly healthy. Yeah. But yeah, I did. I have a topic. Topic at the top? I did buy some Blu-rays today. Michael! It was the DVD, the Criterion sale. They do Michael. The, I didn't do it last time, but this time it was like, <laughs> it was like, oh, it's the Criterion sale, 50% off. I was having a rough day. I, you know, pulled little, the trigger on a couple of Physical media therapy. Physical media, yeah. <laughs> So I did. What it, did you buy? I bought Do the Right Thing. Okay. On Blu-ray. Okay. Criterion Blu-ray. They're all Criterion Blu-rays. Yes. <laughs> I bought Broadcast News. Okay. Which is James L. Brooks, Holly Hunter. James, did I say James L. Brooks? Albert Brooks. Yes. Albert Brooks. <laughs> William Hurt. Classic. Okay. I bought a movie called Wanda and a movie called Gilda. Both of which are great. Wow. Two lady names. <laughs> Two lady names. So bought some, also got, had a, had a $50 Criterion credit. So like really, it was, would have been stupid not to take advantage. Absolutely. Would have been stupid. Um, Never mind that we have over a thousand <laughs> DVDs. Hey, we've been clipping through them. We've been getting rid of them. Okay. Okay, fine. Look, I know, I know, but I, I so I broke, but like you know, it's I have no justification. <laughs> I was searching, searching, searching. Didn't do it. Oh man, it's okay. Listen, it's fine. It's fine. Whatever you need to do to feel happy in these crazy times. 
It's the only joy I have is... (laughs) I'm just kidding. God. All right. We got to get started. That was a goof. That was a goof. We got to get started (laughs) before this goes even more awry. Yeah. All right. We watched two movies. Two movies this week. Again. Spooky movies. Uh, What did we watch this week? We watched from 1959, House on Haunted Hill. Yep. And from 2005, The Amityville Horror. Amityville Which Horror. I guess is a remake. Yeah, I guess you'd count it as a remake, even though yeah. it's like, Yeah, no, it is, because it said in the credits that it was based on the screenplay of the earlier one. So because it's based on a true story in quotes. Right. So it's like, is it a remake or is it just a different movie about that? But it's it's a remake. Wow. Never <laughs> has there been a more cuttable <laughs> segment. Just an easy lift. <laughs> If Liza didn't cut it out, I encourage our listeners to download the file, cut it out themselves. I feel like you'll it'll make you feel good to make a clean edit in a podcast of a useless piece of tr- piece of me working a thing out. Oh, wow. Ooh, okay. Okay. Okay, let's start with with House on Haunted Hill. House on Haunted Hill number 103. From 1959, directed by William Castle, the IMDb. An icon oh. of the horror genre, by the way. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Okay. He's like like invented a whole genre unto himself of castle horror and all that stuff. I love that. Anyway, we'll get into sorry. it. I'm so sorry. It's okay. The IMDb summary, a millionaire offers $10,000 to five people who agree to be locked in a large, spooky rented house overnight with him and his wife. Rented house is very spooky. Yeah. That's very funny. That's yeah, like yeah. Also, Airbnb. it's, it's $10,000 per person. Yeah, they're not splitting $10,000. Yeah. That'd be, I mean, it'd still be a lot of money then, I guess. Never mind. Right? I meant to look up if there was like a big difference between $10,000 in 1959 and 10000 and like what that. What the inflation rate would be? Yes. I think I looked it up and it's like, <laughs> it would be $87,000 today or something, but I... That's a lot. Maybe made that up. Okay. Might have dreamed it, <laughs> so... Let's go with it. I think, I say we go with it. Speak with confidence. Don't fact check us. <laughs> House on Haunted Hill. House on Haunted Hill. Uh, I had never seen it. You'd never seen it. I had seen it maybe a dozen times. I... <laughs> this was a heavy rotation... In my house. Yeah, that, that one of, tracks. One of my mom's favorite movies, for that sure. Tracks. Um, so I watched it a lot, and I really loved it as a kid. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I love it still. Love it still. Um, but yeah, so I'd seen it a bunch. Had not seen it in a little while. Um, I will say we were also both. Very tired so when we watched tired. it. It is not a long movie. And we got like three quarters of the way through and I look over and you eyes closed. And then I was like, hey, 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 we can do this tomorrow. And you were like, no, I'm powering through. I ate some candy and I powered through. And then yeah, and then we ate a bunch of candy while we were watching it. And yeah. that helped. But I was also, it was not just you. I was also like, whoa. Well, I like had a rehearsal that night. And... Yeah, it was a long day. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) That's my review. Podcast done. (laughs) No, I was uh, interested to hear what you thought because it's not a movie you've seen before. No. What's funny is that I feel like going into it, I was expecting not to hate it, but I think in in general, that kind of style of film is not my super jam. Mm -hmm. I don't have the attachment to it that you do obviously like i feel like there was a lot of that kind of that feeling of a movie going on in your house as a kid so you're like really connected to it and i that wasn't true for me yeah i definitely have an emotional connection to house on hundred hill yeah Yeah. and uh so i was kind of expecting to be like okay this is fine but i like really enjoyed it it felt very like maybe i enjoyed it for the wrong reasons but i thought it felt very like silly to me in a really wonderful way yeah i mean you can't you so the um guy who organizes this party because it's it's all it's it feels a lot like Clue, which is one of I, our favorite. That's movies. what I wrote. I was like, this must have inspired Clue and Rocky Horror. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's a great point. I hadn't yeah. thought of that. But yeah, so it's like the guy who organizes this party and brings all these disparate people to the spooky house to see if they can survive the night is Vincent Price, right? And I don't think you can say 
that like I don't I I think camp and silliness comes with Vincent Price no yeah. matter what and I think it's great. Like, yeah. Think, but there's something about it that's very just like what am I trying what am I trying to say? When you say the camp to me anyway, it conjures a very specific thing that feels like fake mm-hmm. and not genuine and very like um, like the Brady Bunch movies. Yeah. Do you know okay. what I'm talking about? Yeah. But, and this is, House on Haunted Hill is camp, but it feels real Right. Well, they're not Which winking. Which is wonderful. Yeah. The Brady yeah. Bunch movies are like a wink and a nod. Right. And like, look how silly this is. Right. Like self-aware. This, it's like, it's hard to know how self-aware it is. Yeah. it's obviously also trying to really scare you. And like, yeah. I would say, so, so let's get into it. So okay. That, yeah. Yeah. So the, the Vincent Price. It, yeah organizes this party at the spooky house. There's the the all-American test pilot guy. There's the, like, young woman who's supporting her family. There's the gossip columnist. There's the psychiatrist. Then there's the guy who whose brother was killed in the house and who right. owns the house. And who almost died in the house. And who almost died in the house. And he's, and he's played by Elijah Cook Jr., who's, like, this character actor who's, like, I can't remember a single... I think he's in Rosemary's Baby, maybe, or, oh. or something... He's in a bunch of, he's in like a ton of great movies uh-huh. that I can't think of right now because I don't do research for this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. Don't fact check us. He plays the like guy who's like, oh, there's ghosts in the house and they're coming to kill us. And like, yeah. so they all come together for this party and then people start dying and like people, you know, people start running around the house. There's like all these spooky things that start happening. Yeah. It's really fun in that way. And that's the whole movie. And then Vincent Price is there with his wife. Yeah. And they have, like, a weird, like, Morticia Gomez thing going on Mm -hmm. where they seem to be, like, flirting and also trying to murder each other. Right. And, but also it's not, they are trying to murder each other. They actually are. (laughs) Like, it's not, like, fun. (laughs) And so there's also that dynamic going on of, like, oh, there's a kind of a mystery at the heart of it and, like, double crossing and who's with who and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, it's just great. There's lots of really cool like sequences in it that I love my favorite sequence in it. Do you know Uh what it is? No, my favorite thing, (laughs) my favorite thing that happens in it. And I remember watching it over and over as a kid, Uh like rewinding the tape Uh because I just was like the stuff in the basement. And then when they're knocking on the wall. Yeah. And then Nora, I think her name is the like young, like attractive kind of, the like Heroine. single mom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, turns around and one of the caretakers <laughs> is there. And the caretaker <laughs> is this blind woman who also walks around the house looking ghoulish and acting ghoulish. And like floating. Yeah, floating. She floats. <laughs> they never explain why she floats. No. She just floats because it's creepy. And because in the beginning you're supposed to mistake her for a ghost. Right. But then it's like, oh, that's just the caretaker. It's like, well, why was she fucking floating then? <laughs> That's so funny. I never, I never thought of that. They just don't explain why she's floating around the house, and they even bring it up. Like it's yeah, not, they say it outright. Like it's not just like, oh, this is an effect or whatever, and and like it's one of Nora's lines. Yeah. Like she was floating. Right. Exactly. And it's just like that's how she walks. That's Gladys. You know, that's how she walks. Um, but yeah, so I love that. I love the way it, the way the movie opens. On a blood-curdling scream in the dark, and that's it. And then you, and then Elijah Cook Jr.'s face comes up, like just floating head style, and starts saying like, "The ghosts are real, and they're coming for you." And it's like, it's just very crazy and stylistic and fun. Yeah. And then you get into the movie, and it becomes much more about people in rooms, yeah, like talking and and. Then going in hallways and like who's in the hallway and what and it becomes very much like we have this one set and it's cheap and we're just gonna kind of like have people walk around this set <laughs> yeah but it's it never is not imaginative and fun and stylistic and weird and it's seventy minutes long hey baby, baby. oh yeah love that could <laughs> have been a movie. Is a movie. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I wrote the note, like, is this a comedy? Because, uh, and very early on in in my notes and in in the film, because I was uh, confused. (laughs) But I think, you know, that speaks to the whole thing of it, of it feeling very camp and being very fun. And 
like you said, though, it it definitely has a few genuine like jump scares. Like that old yeah. lady is scary. That and, old lady is so terrifying. Yeah, and like, uh, uh, like I feel like at the time it would have felt way scarier. There's like a vat of acid. There's a vat of acid. There's the woman floating outside the window. Yeah, that's really scary. The the also the the shot that shot of the aforementioned housekeeper. Yes. Before what we're talking about, the scene where she's there in the basement and she just comes out comes of the darkness forward and then, and comes, then back. comes back yeah. again, gliding, never explained. <laughs> but that shot to me is like iconic, really iconic. Like I don't, I mean that, and I know I use that <laughs> word. Sorry, but actually iconic in my brain as like very like that's that's such a horror shot. Is is a yeah. an old woman far away looking at you and like sinking back into the darkness like that's like shit that's in hereditary you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. honestly and it's uh, like I'm, I'm i'm stop stop not believing i, me. I believe you <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but i think that it's like there's stuff in it that's really really good and it's just starting on a fucking scream yeah you know what i mean like yeah, that yeah. is terrifying you're in a theater the other thing that i remember learning that i don't think we covered or maybe you know what it, it was in the We'll get to it. It was in the trivia game on the DVD. Oh, my God. <laughs> was the fact that C- Castle worked with theaters and they would rig a skeleton up. Yeah. For the climactic scene to, like, fly over the audience yeah. while that was happening. Yeah. Which is, like, that's just fun, that's man. Fun. It's fun. <laughs> it's a good time. It's, like, it's really one of my favorite movies. And I, like, I, I... I just, I mean, and also I have, you know, it reminds me of my mom. Yeah. Uh, she loved it. Like, I have this very nostalgia, very, like, emotional connection to it. And yeah. And, you know, I remember watching it with her and stuff. But also, it rules. It's very fun. It's it's really fun. There are a couple of, like, couple of, like really good uh, lines in it. Like, Vincent Price is, you know, they're having that contentious conversation, he and his wife, and he, like... Offers her champagne and she's like, is it poison? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And it's so great. And they're just like back and forth, bands, bands, bands. And then he says, and because she's saying, I'm not coming down. And he's like. I wrote this, this line down This too. is your idea. Your spend the night ghost party. He, he says, this spend the night ghost party was your idea, remember? <laughs> this spend the night ghost party. That sounds like today. Like something that I would say because of like my influence from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like. <laughs> the spend the night ghost party. The spend the night ghost party. I wrote that line down too. I it's wrote that exact so same line down. It's so great. I like, I lost it. That yeah. was so funny. And then the other one, oh, there's, I wrote this down. I don't remember when it happens, but it's, uh, someone says, why didn't they kill them? Kill him. And someone says, They? And I wrote, yes, there are ghosts. Like, like yes. it's so far into the movie that it happens. And someone's like, they? Who are you talking about? And the it's one like, guy, there are ghosts. And that one guy, Pritchard, is walking around going, ghosts. <laughs> we shall join them soon. Like, he's not a good party guest. Um, one thing that's crazy about the movie uh-huh. that I always think is so weird is the house itself, the exteriors of the house. Yeah. Because to me, that house, which is apparently in LA, in like Los Files, built by Frank Lloyd Wright or something, like it's like a famous house. Yeah. And it doesn't, to me, look spooky at all. It looks like a ultra-modern, for the time, like, cra- like you think of a spooky house, and we'll get to Amityville Horror. Yeah. But you think of a, a big old, old house. Crickety, in yeah. The, in, in crickety? Crickety. <laughs> is that a word? We can move on. <laughs> If you'd like. I'd prefer it. Crickety. Uh, crickety. That's a great word. Is it's it? beautiful. Okay. I mean, you made it up, but it's great. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah. You think of an old house, you know, an old dark yeah. house in the woods. And yeah. this is like this ultra modern thing in like, I mean, essentially the, the, the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. It's just a weird choice and that I don't hate but it always strikes me as odd it's not it is weird it looks like a, a jail yeah like it it's very like, like squares i'm like they can't see your <laughs> they hands can't dear see me. no it's very like angular and like 
squares. sharp angles and yeah. those, that weird pattern in the bricks and stuff. Yeah. Um, Wait, just to go back really quickly to lines that I love. Yeah, please. In this, I wrote down in all caps, suicide. Because they say, somebody says that, a, is it Vincent Price? Says it a couple oh, yeah, times. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he doesn't, it's not suicide, it's suicide. suicide. Well, the <laughs> which guy is very plays funny. the British therapist, psychiatrist, whatever. Uh-huh is like an expert on hysteria and yeah. he keeps saying hysteria hysteria which I, guess, I was like is not incorrect but he just right. goes, they say the word so many times they really do and he just goes he's, she's suffering from hysteria. hysteria and then also i think there's a line where someone says i've had enough of your spook talk yeah yeah that <laughs> happens that does happen uh there's also a part in the movie where because vincent price is like He's hosting this party. He's like relishing it. He's really yeah. doing it up. Yeah. He's like, oh, we're all going to be here. And you're all like, the thing that unites us is murder or whatever. I mean, that's not it. But like, <laughs> he says, he just has all these crazy lines, like you're saying. Yeah. And there's a point late in the movie where he brings out the party favors and they're little coffins. And inside <laughs> each one is a gun. A gun. And everyone is already at 11. Yeah. Running around the house screaming about ghosts. And he's like, <laughs> I know what I'll do. I'll the give... one guy's shwasted. Yeah, like, yeah. He here, is, have a gun. He is blitzed. And it's like, oh, I'm going to give everyone a gun. This will do it. <laughs> and it's all part of his master plan, apparently. I don't know. Yeah. But. Yeah, is... the ending is a little like, what? Yeah, the ending with the skeleton and everything. Yeah. Oh, that skeleton is so funny, Oh, though. my God. It's hilarious. There's a skeleton in the end that is like that essentially pushes someone into the vat of acid. And that's when they had the skeleton flying at people in the, above yeah. people in the theater. And, um. And that skeleton is hilarious. <laughs> I love it. Also, the uh, they branded the thing where they had the skeleton flying above people in the theater. It was called Emerjo. Really? Yeah. Oh, boy. I don't know if I love that. Emerjo. I think yeah. that's what Jeffrey Tubin just got. Oh, of. hey-o, hi-o. Jerking off in front of a bunch of colleagues. Topical comedy. <laughs> Um, anyway, so, yeah, it is his, so it comes out that there is, that several people, I don't know why I'm like protecting spoilers of this movie from 1959. I don't know why either. But it comes out that several people there have a plan to kill someone else. Yes. In the house. And it's like, this plan is the most elaborate plan. (laughs) I've like hire a hitman. It's like, (laughs) we're going to trick this person into hosting a party or having a party, like attending a party. And then they're going to think that that, you're dead. Right. Exactly. And then, and then (laughs) we're going to get this other woman. Right. So crazy that she shoots him. Right. Exactly. It's like, it's, it's so stupid, but I really love it. What, how much, would it? How much would it cost to get you to stay in a haunted house for one night? Oh, like twenty bucks? Like no? Are money. you serious? Yeah, I don't believe in that. So <gasps> I would literally, I literally don't think that there is a price. Like I don't think you can pay me to do that. And I don't believe in ghosts. Now I'm gonna get killed by a ghost, but that's okay. But I don't like necessarily believe in that either. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, if you tell me. Because here's the thing. If you told me a place was haunted and then you told me a bunch of stories about it, like, my imagination is so insane that mm-hmm. I would just, like, go crazy. Yeah. Okay, so the DVD itself, the it looks pretty good. It looks really good. I wrote down um, that it looks really good. Yeah. Um, the, we, got a, we got an animated menu, but the animation is just, like, clouds yeah. streaming by it's in the nice background. Menu. It's very funny. It's fine. Um, it has a quiz for after you watch the movie where you have to like answer questions about what happened in the movie and then if you get them wrong if you get them right the skeleton dances for you we're gonna have we have to put up a clip of that on our socials it's so funny very funny yeah and then if you get it wrong it's like a scream. It's oh, it's her. It's her seeing the old lady over oh, her shoulder. Oh, that's what it is. That's yeah. what it is. It's her seeing the old lady. So it was. So it was a really funny quiz, and also some posters. Yeah, it's there like there's a section for posters. Here are two posters for the movie. Great. This movie, someone forgot to like renew the copyright on it, so it is in the public domain. Really, which is a weird thing. So it's like widely available with lots of like really bad prints and stuff like that. But this DVD was good. Yeah, it was I mean, good. It was like a. Very, it looked good, and like. 
someone spent some time on those extra features. I feel like it would make a good, like, Rocky Horror-esque show, like, people performing it in front of it kind of thing. Yeah, it would make a good musical. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, So, overall, I'd say thumbs up on House House on Haunted. House on Haunted Hill. Hill. I'm just looking. Oh, you know what else was on there? What? Trailers. It had a bunch oh of trailers God, yes. for other movies, horror movies of the time, including Dementia 13, The Devil's Hand, The Devil's Partner. <laughs> lots of devils. Lots of devil. Um, but it was, uh, and those were, we watched those and they were crazy. They were crazy. They were just like, I mean, we were also so tired it's when we true. watched them. But they were great. <laughs> so, and that was a really, that's a fun addition. Yeah. I think. It's fun a fun addition. addition. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else I want to say. Oh, is it available? It is. It's on Prime for free and a bunch of other, like, smaller streaming sites. And then, obviously, widely available in terms of, like, purchasing it and stuff like that. But, yeah. Um. Oh, one thing to that I read on IMDb that I don't know if it's true, because that IMDb trivia, who knows? Uh-huh. Who's to say? Who's to say? But that the, um... That it was a very cheaply made, very successful horror movie in uh-huh. 1959 uh-huh. and inspired Alfred Hitchcock to say, you know what, I can make a cheap horror movie and made Psycho. There you go. So, I mean, I think that's in its favor also. <laughs> um, sure. Sure, yeah. sure. Great. So should we start our next film? Next film. From 2005, the Amityville Horror Remake. <laughs> Remake. <laughs> um, directed by Andrew Douglas. I looked him up. Um, he also directed a movie called You Want Me to Kill Him, where the U is a U and the two is the number two. Wow. Which is, it looked like it was like a cyber thriller. Uh-huh. In the vein of uh, Slender Man or something, where like <laughs> teens... Text each other about murder. It looked cool. <laughs> I was like, where, where is this going? I don't know. Um, so we watched this movie, and halfway through, you said, I do not know why we own this. <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> Wait, what's our IMDb summary? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's right. okay. You're right. Newlyweds are terrorized by demonic forces after moving into a large house that was the site of a grisly mass murder a year before. Um, and it's based on a very famous, like, true in quotation marks story. Right. Um, there was a movie in the 70s of the Amityville Horror that was, like, I think a big hit. I've seen that. I didn't like that either. Um, I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, it's not good. Um, <laughs> and this is, like, I, I don't know a lot about the real thing. I'm sure, right. I'm sure I've listened to a podcast about it at some yeah. point. But, um, <laughs> but you can certainly look that up. Like, I'm not, we're not going to talk about, like, how accurate this is right because i have no idea i don't yeah i don't know although i feel like every time i think about it i think it's based on uh the capote murders in cold blood yeah yeah is it not no Did i that's make that up yeah. because in cold blood is like pillows over their heads shot everyone in the house right yeah but it's just a different thing okay anyway um i mean this one is like uh it's based on, I mean, I don't, I, again, I don't know that much about how true, I, I don't believe in ghosts, so it's not a true story. <laughs> like, it's not true, but it's, um, you know, it's like based on a widely known thing. Yeah. So we're watching it, and halfway through, you're like, why do we own this? Why do we own this? A great question. <laughs> so I saw this movie in the theater in 2005 with some friends from college, Uh huh. because it was our senior year. Uh-huh. Another clue about how old we are, <laughs> if, you're, if you're keeping track. I think they um, know how old we are. They are our relatives friends. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Sydney. Shout out to Allison. Shout out to... We can't get into this again. <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry. Um, uh, so I saw it in 2005 when it came out with friends from college, and I just remember it being 
one of the most fun times I've had in a movie theater. We just were laughing so hard at this movie and uh-huh. having such a good time uh-huh. and just really like enjoyed the hell out of it. Uh-huh. And then I definitely saw this movie at Blockbuster, the Blockbuster in Hoboken that was always like, here's a huge bin of $2 movies. And picked it up out of there. Okay. And was like, I'm going to recapture the magic. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> like, it's never going to be the same. It's like watching Jackass at home, which I still love and do. It's never going to be opening night of Jackass 2 in the theater. Um, the AKA the best night the best that has night. ever existed in cinema. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, that's why we own it. Okay. I don't think we're going to own it for long. Whoa, spoiler <laughs> alert. Spoiler. Uh, after watching it again. And I think, we, I, you know what, I do think that we watched it when we got the DVD from Blockbuster. Like, I think it was really? like, yeah, I think you've seen this movie before. I have seen it before. Oh, okay, great. I know I have. Okay. Um. So, yeah, it must have been we watched it when we bought it. Uh. All right. Let's get into it, I guess. Well, so. You- do you want to get into it or do you want to do the, you pop in the DVD and an iconic, oh yeah, iconic thing happens. Yeah, yeah, I know I stopped, I said I'd stop saying iconic. You, I'm not going to say I it. don't, no one believes you. <laughs> not a single person believes you. The commercial. This is now the iconic podcast. <laughs> the commercial that comes up is the, you wouldn't steal a car, you wouldn't steal a TV. When you, you wouldn't steal a purse. Yeah, when you download a movie, that's stealing. This commercial is burned into my brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the font of it, the like, it's, I said this to you that it's like the Education Connection commercial. It's just burned into my brain as a thing. Like, so good job. Piracy is a crime. Piracy is a crime. Not victimless. Um, Mindy Kaling has a really funny stand up bit about that. Oh, really? She used to do stand up um, that was like, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna try to do it or uh, butcher it, but the conceit of it was just that, like, if stealing a car was as easy as pushing a button, and then <laughs> the person who had the car still had their car, and you also, also had, a, had car, a car, I definitely would steal a car. Hey, that's funny. Really funny. I should check out this Mindy Kaling chick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very good. Good Very joke. Good. good joke. Um. So. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now let's get into it. Sorry. Okay. I'm so, so sorry. No, don't be sorry. That's it. You know what? It's iconic. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Um. So yeah. So we've got Ryan Reynolds, little baby Ryan Reynolds, um, and little baby Chloe Grace Moritz, Moritz, Moretz, Moretz. She's in it. Um. <laughs> And she's like a little bit. I she's actually a baby. Actually a baby. This is her film debut. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, um, Ryan Reynolds is doing a thing. He is doing a thing. I wrote there's <laughs> there's one note on here that just says I fucking love RR because <laughs> like I just I feel like he's weirdly underrated as an yeah. actor. Like because he's he, his whole being is that like sarcastic like. What's uh, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. You know who Ryan Reynolds is. Like he's Deadpool, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying he's not like very successful, and, right. and, and and like people don't know oh, he's a little undiscovered actor. No, but there are things that I've seen him in where I'm just like, fuck, he's like doing it. Yeah. What's that? The Nines. Oh, The Nines is great. He's so good in The Nines. Like yeah, anyway, I love that movie. Um. He seems like someone who has embraced this kind of stereotype, right? Because it's like he's he's Deadpool, and clearly pe- people think that that's his personality. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's also really like he's not fighting against that. Like he's not like, yeah. no, I'm a serious actor. Sure, he's like, yeah, sure, I can also do this. Yeah, and like, and this feels pre, like, Definitely, Deadpool. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. This, this is pre Deadpool. I think this. Might be pre Green Lantern, like this is yeah. Like, this is Ryan Reynolds being like, okay, now I'm gonna do movies. Yeah. So this is a very beginning of Ryan Reynolds, I think. Yeah. And I don't, um, I don't think it's successful. But I don't think that's his fault. Right. That's what I was gonna say. Is it's that not. I don't the think acting. it's successful as evidenced by the fact that the only reason we own it is because I. We laughed so hard <laughs> in the movie theater um, that I remember it decades later. Well, that's the thing is that this this movie is uh, 
crazy. So, so okay, the premise of the movie is this this couple, it's like a woman and she has three kids from another marriage. Husband has died. I think we're supposed to assume it's from cancer or something tragic and sad. Um, and Ryan Reynolds is the new boyfriend. And he's very lovely, like, right. he's a good guy, whatever. And they find a house. And on Long Island. On Long Island that is affordable for some reason. Oh, my God, why? It, right. what's And as they're walking out with the realtor, what's the catch? Oh, there was just, like, a murder here. It's fine. A year ago. <laughs> a full, like, family annihilator murder. Right. And it's, like, the the so the murder a year ago is, like, a dad... No, a, a brother. Oh, it was you're the right. son. You're it right. was like the oldest son in the family went crazy, killed everyone, um, and then said that there were voices talking to him and they were all his siblings and his family were all demons and that's why he killed them. Um and it's like, ooh, well, we'll take it. And so they move in and crazy shit starts happening. When they are taking the tour of the house, <laughs> this is one of this is the craziest thing in the movie, I think. <laughs> yeah. Is that they're taking the tour of the house and the realtor is like showing them a room and she sees out of the corner of her she like turns her head and sees out of the corner of her eye like something moving in the hallway. Right. And it's just like, oh, never mind. Like don't don't look over there. Right. And it's like the ghost is like do, showing up during the tour, right? Like chill out, <laughs> right? Bro. Exactly. The ghost, like it's, and and also the ghost, it it's not like the ghost was like doing a spooky thing. She just saw a shadow. So right. The ghost was just like moving around. Right. And I actually took note of that because I wrote the realtor sees the shadow but doesn't react, so it negates the scare. Like we're in broad daylight. She sees it and she doesn't like like she doesn't do a good job of like oh oh like she just doesn't react yeah. at all like she just turns back around to them yeah and it's like well what was who was that for then yeah it seems like she's doing a thing like where it's like oh I mean she's trying to like do the the realtor thing of of oh don't look at that like yeah that's I not guess a big deal it doesn't but work is, for me yeah no what it, I'm saying. I'm, I agree I but it's, it's just a very funny moment to me that that even happens yeah but there's a lot of stuff like that in this movie where it just like does not work oh i did write the opening scene for sure needs like a flash warning on it because it's insane it's It's just taking place during a thunderstorm but it is crazy like it's the one where the kid is going around shooting his yeah yeah but it's just like it's it's actually yeah it's actual strobe effect and it's i'm yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, the whole movie feels like really disjointed and not like it just doesn't know what it wants to be and doesn't know what it wants to focus on. Right. Well, that's that's I mean, I think it's produced by Michael Bay. Uh-huh. And it's like part of this run in the mid 2000s of uh, Michael Bay remakes of old horror movies like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and He'll Have Eyes oh, and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And I think that that's just the style. Like, it's like, oh, these crazy jump scares. I not guess, really. But it... Like, so, so the, the thing, the thing about the horror of the house is that it turns Ryan Reynolds yeah. into the villain. Yeah. He, he, he's like this, this like loving stepdad guy. And then, over the course of the movie, he becomes... Over the course of a day. Well, this is what I was going to say. Is that, <laughs> so we've seen that before. We've seen it in The Shining. We've seen it, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Like, it's a type. But it literally happens so fast. Yeah. And he's wearing dark contacts, like, so you know he's evil. Right. And the dark contacts go in day two. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and he starts, like, yelling at the kids and stuff. And it's like... And then when they go out to dinner at the Chinese restaurant... He's like, I feel so much better. He's like, better. I feel so much better. It's almost like that house is having some kind of effect on me <laughs> and it's like very it's just very goofy and silly and yeah not. and there's no like uh what's the word i'm looking for like nuance to it like yeah, i feel exactly. like there's a re- it's, it's exactly. a good concept of like i mean like you said we've seen it a thousand times and it works the shining is great but like love the shining love the shining but they, they just don't this movie does not take the time to like craft that at all no it just wants moments of like jump scares and crazy shit yeah and it just doesn't work at all um you know it does work what ryan reynolds glistening holy fucking shit that body yaddy yaddy (laughs) they they have these like fucking insane shots (laughs) of him coming out of the water just like 
dripping. Dripping. He and has ripped. such a long torso. They and have it's his, all muscly. His V's. Yeah, it's his David lines. David lines. I've heard a different word that I'm not going to say on the podcast. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like real thirst trappy in the middle of this very disjointed horror it is. film. It, um, there's that weird sequence with the babysitter. Yeah. Who's like, shows up and is like, take, first of all, wearing almost nothing. Yeah. And is like, also says... Says that she knows the house because she was here before with the other she used to family, babysit the other children. Who were murdered in their beds. And she was like, you know what I'm going to do? Go back to that house. Yeah. What the j- fuck? Yeah. Anyway. The 70s were wild, man. The 70s. The, the mid-2000s version of the 70s were wild, <laughs> yeah. man. But, and that whole sequence, then, then she's like, you know, she's like saying to the kids, like, have you ever Frenched? Yeah. To the 12 year old. Right. And she's, it's also like she's photographed to be sexy. It's like a very weird, weird thing, like very male gaze kind of shit going on with her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, his turn is the whole premise of the movie and it happens so quickly. Right. With no nuance. Like you said. Right. Like I wrote, I wrote, it doesn't give you a minute to enjoy the house. Like there's no like, Oh my God, can you believe this beautiful, like, Victorian house? Like, it has this insane view of the river. It has a boathouse. Like, this is incredible. It's going to be so great for the kids. Like, whatever it is, it doesn't set up the world. Yeah. Which you know I fucking hate. That's your whole thing. Um, There's no discovery. There's no discovery of strange things. So, like, something, there's a thing that keeps happening where the doors on the boathouse keep blowing in the wind at night and it keeps waking him up and the dog is barking and whatever. And so he puts a padlock on the doors. Yeah. And then he keeps going and the padlock is gone. Right. And he blames it on the sun, but it's clearly not the sun who's taking the padlock off. So, like, but there's no, there's no moment of like, Huh, that's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no build to it. Yeah, like it's just Which yeah. So stupid. <laughs> Some things I liked. Uh-huh. Um I do like the scene speaking of the son. Ryan Reynolds has this relationship, but there's one son who's suspicious of him. Uh-huh. I did like the scene where he's making the son hold the wood while he chops oh, it. Oh yeah. And the son is crying and that kid does a great job. Really great job. He's crying while he does it and And like, it has to be like effects and and like there's no like obviously there's no way they let this kid hold a piece yeah, of yeah, wood yeah. while Ryan Reynolds drove an axe right, through it. Exactly. But like it looks really good. Well, speaking of looking good, so also Ryan Reynolds grabs his face and yeah. says, We're friends, we're having fun, right? And it's oh, so funny. And yeah. I know it's not meant to be funny, but it's so funny in a way that I don't even I'm not even mad at it. Well, it's, it's like, like so in good. another movie, that would have been like chilling. Yeah. Cause there's another point where he grabs the little girl's face too, oh, and yeah. you're like, okay, calm yeah, down. Yeah. But the other, speaking of looking really good, the thing that, the sequence that I think is one of the best in the movie is when Chloe Grace Moretz gets on the roof and is balancing and you see Long Island sound past her. And I'm sure that's all done on a soundstage and is all green screen and stuff, but it looks impeccable. It really does. And there's probably stunt work going on there too. Well, I read, the trivia says that she did her own stunts. Well, I guess she got up there without a rope and just... Freeballed it. We stand. <laughs> um, yeah, so I like those two. I like seeing Philip Baker Hall. Uh, Who's the priest, right? The priest, yeah. Yeah. And he just runs away when all those bees come out of the vent. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, and doesn't, like, tell them until... Doesn't tell the mom no, yeah. until later, like, what's yeah. going on. You're like, cool. You could have called when you got back to your rectory. I don't know where to priest yeah. go. <laughs> didn't love when he axe murdered the dog. Ryan no, Reynolds. that wasn't like great. it. Just felt very unpleasant. In that yeah, way. You know, yeah. Don't unpleasant. love the murder of a dog. Actively angry if you kill the dog. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I think we've covered it. <laughs> I don't feel the need to talk about this movie anymore. No, it looks pretty good though. I like the DVD. I thought sure. looks pretty good. Sure. Uh, we've got previews for Into the Blue, the second Deuce Bigelow male gigolo movie. Yeah, now that's going to be tough for me to give up in my collection. The <laughs> trailer for Deuce Bigelow 2. Like, what is it? European gigolo? I don't know. I didn't watch the Deuce Bigelow movies. It's wild. We didn't. Um, so some weird, weird films that like I should have heard of because like 2005, like I was very much aware of my surroundings and going to the movies a lot, but like we I don't. We were going to the movies a lot in 2005. But I don't, I didn't recognize any of them. Yeah. Nor did I. Um, um, 
Yeah, not cool. not uh, my favorite movie of all time. No. Ha- great memory, though, of seeing it with my friends. Yeah. And having a great time laughing at Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Who's gone on to be a great actor. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this it's a it's an, an interesting debate, I think, for that reason, as far as like, oh, wait. First, is it available streaming? Yes, it's on Prime and some other places and definitely like you can purchase it wherever. Great. Love that. Um, it, it's, it's almost, it's okay. We'll say this. It's almost an interesting debate because both of these films hold sentimental value. And yet. <laughs> and, uh, for me, I don't know that <laughs> I'll like, be. For me, neither of them do. <laughs> well, no, no, but it, I just, for me, I don't know that I will, I, I don't know that I would reach to watch either one of them again. Sure. I had lots of fun watching House on Haunted Hill. I feel like, uh, it'll be a fun one to watch with Ella when she's old enough. Yes. I think that's true. Um, I think like. That's probably the next time I will watch it. October movie night in a couple years. <laughs> yeah. We'll get it out. We'll get the popcorn. Exactly. We'll watch the scary movie. Exactly. It'd be great. But yeah, I don't know that I would reach for either one of them. So I, I kind of feel like. We don't. Yeah need to pretend i mean i'm there's not a debate here like we're I'm not gonna get rid of the movie that makes you think of your mom no <laughs> okay great she's dead by the way new listeners oh my comes god up new like, listeners who just started with this podcast this episode yeah. they were like fuck those other i don't even want to know what this is about right. i don't want to know the premise i just want to hear right this exactly amityville or house on haunted hill look it only comes up every fucking episode that my parents are dead it's fine <laughs> I'm fine. You're fine. Um, no, I, we're keeping House on Haunted Hill. We're going to get rid of Amityville Horror. We are. And we that's, are. F- I've never been more fine <laughs> with, a, with a death match. Oh, um, man. I hope the next death match is a little more interesting because this one. <gasps> well, I just feel like we've had a bunch in a row now where it's been very clear which one we're getting rid of. Don't you think? No, I don't. All right. I think we got rid of Rocky Horror, and we got a lot of feedback about that. We did get a lot of feedback about that. I think Scream 3 Paranormal Activity 3 was shocking to people. Okay, one person who talked to me about it. (laughs) Again, look, shout out to all our listeners. (laughs) Kevin... Steve, Brian. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Amityville, thank you so much for Chef, being here. Betsy. We're going to say goodbye to you. Uh, best of luck in all of your future endeavors. Yep. Bye-bye. Uh, we're going to have to move on. All right. Should we pick? <laughs> you okay? No. <laughs> should, <laughs> should we pick the next one? Final spooky season deathmatch. Final spooky season deathmatch. Now, what's so funny that I keep, because I, I keep calling like, oh, this was fun. I feel like this was fun. It was a fun little thing to do for the month of October is, yeah. is only do spooky season movies. And I keep, I was like, oh, I kind of wish like this one would pop up or this one would pop up. And it's like. Well, when we go back to regular deathmatch, they they'll still pop up. So yeah. it's like, it's not like if we... It's not goodbye. If we it's didn't do... Later. Right. If it's we didn't... K-I-T over the summer. Okay. All right. Bye. <laughs> if we didn't do a spooky movie that uh, you were hoping would come up, it still might come up just in the middle of the spring or something. Because guess what? We're still going to be in quarantine. <laughs> Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Okay. The present is a gift. That's why it's called the present. Wait, no. Yesterday's... I forget. Okay. Uh, Do we have a spreadsheet? That's a spreadsheet. (laughs) Okay, great. Let's pick this next death match. Hey, Siri. Uh Uh-huh? Pick a number between 1 and 209. A random number between 1 and 209 is 57. 57? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. What is it? One of the great films of all time. Oh. Sorry to spoil my feelings on this movie. <laughs> From 2003. Uh-huh. Final Destination yeah. 2. Oh, 2. <laughs> Amazing. Wait, is that the one with the logs? Oh, fuck. Save it for the pod. All right. Final Destination 2. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Let's see what's going up against it. Hey, Siri. Hmm? Pick a number between 1 and 209. 
A random number between 1 and 290 is 130. 130 is one of the films of all time. <laughs> From 2007, it's Mr. Brooks. Mr. Brooks. Oh my god. Wow. I forgot we owned that. Well, we own it, and it is fucking wild. Oh, you know what? I'll save it for the pod, but it definitely has a scene that, like, is one of those things that you just, it just stuck in your brain, and now I always think about it. We'll talk about it next week. Love that Listen, guys. What a week it'll be. Final Destination 2 versus Mr. Brooks. I feel like I just watched Final Destination 2. (laughs) I love it. Aren't we kind of always watching Final Destination 2? Do you know what I mean? No, I don't. And no, we're not. Okay, great. Um, (laughs) Oh, sorry. Yes, yes and, and, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. All right. Our final spooky season matchup is a weird one. It's a weird one. I know you were hoping. You were like, oh, The Exorcist versus Frankenstein. No, you get... Final Destination 2 versus Mr. Mr. Brooks. Brooks. But as I said before, this doesn't mean it's over for our spooky movies. We still have a lot of spooky movies to get through. They'll just be a little more spaced out. Exactly. In between all the other terrible movies. (laughs) Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yep. Especially if you got this far. Yep. You can find us everywhere at DVD Deathmatch. Yep. Uh, We're on the gram. We're on the Twitter. We are not on Facebook because Facebook sucks. We are at the Gmail. Hey, to be fair, Instagram and Twitter also suck. I mean, sure. Um, you should shoot us an email. You can also contact us through our website. Did you know we have a website? That's how you have a podcast. You have, a, have to have a website to host it on. So we have a website. It's dvddeathmatch.com. Go gotta, check it out. You gotta. These Go days, these days, you gotta have a website. You gotta have a website. Yeah. Um, you gotta be a dot com. Anyway. In this crazy world. I'm ending this. Okay. <laughs> Feel free this to reach marriage out. This marriage or this podcast? <laughs> Ooh, this line of thinking. Uh, last spooky season uh, matchup next week. It's gonna be a crazy one. Come back and see who survives. DVD Death Match. Why do you do that? <laughs> Tune in. See who survives. Tune in if you dare. Oh, you were like in the middle of a thing. You, you Sorry. Fucked, you fucked up the outro, right, let's man. Do it, let's do it, let's do it. <laughs> See who survives. See who survives. <laughs> we're doing it. Leave all this in. I'm going to. <laughs> Sorry, guys, there might be a murder happening right now. Hey, guys, editing Liza here. Turns out wasn't a murder. It was just some uh, hooligan teens. Happy Halloween. <laughs>